Hi, Year 7, Mr. Dunn. I am the strategic lead for English for the Late Law Schools Trust. I'm looking forward to meeting you all in September. Chapter 19, The Crumbling Castle. My grandmother finishes the story with tears in her eyes. He should never have left the forest, she whispers. But it sounds like he was happy as a fisherman. Maybe for a while, but then... My grandmother frowns. It's too painful to remember. His desire to be human ended in tragedy. He should have stayed a bear. Fighting it only brings heartache and sorrow. But you understand that now, don't you? I shake my head, not understanding what she means at all. Were you happy as a human in the village, she asks. I open my mouth, but no words come out. Frustration ruffles through me. It's such a simple question. I should be able to answer it. Sometimes I was happy, but... You didn't feel like you belonged? My grandmother looks at me with such understanding that I feel a weight lift from my shoulders. I didn't always seem to fit. But there are people I love in the village. My mum... I stop still. My blood runs to ice because I can't remember how to say her name. And as I try to picture her, she disappears into mist. I can't remember my friend's name either. The one with the grey eyes. Or were they blue? I stumble from foot to foot, not knowing where to go or what to do. I can't remember. I roar. I can't remember their names. It's all right. My grandmother nudges to fish. She caught me. Eat. Rest. Give yourself time to adjust. The change has happened fast, but you're going to be fine. The forest is everything you need. I sit and stare at the fish in front of me. It stares back with blank eyes. But I don't remember, I whisper. I don't even remember what I was trying to remember. It's part of becoming bare, don't worry. I close my eyes, desperately trying to remember whatever I was trying to remember. It was something I loved. Someone I loved. All of a sudden, my human memory surged back to me, full of colour and warmth and a swell of affection that takes my breath away. My family, I gasp. The word takes me by surprise because I'm not thinking about my birth parents, who I never knew, or my grandmother sat beside me now. I'm thinking about Mamushka, who took me in and has always been there for me, Antelie, who makes me smile with his magical stories, Sasha, who walks by my side and accepts me as I am, a mousetrap who fits so perfectly around my neck and calls me his human. I can't believe I've never used the word family to describe them before. Regrets crowd in around me as I realise I've been searching for something I already had. A family. A home. A place to belong. I stare down at my paws. I can't go back like this. The words feel huge, cold, dark and empty. It's natural to have doubts as memories of your human life come and go. But when they fade away, you'll be happy here in the forest. What do you mean, fade away? The longer you stay as a bear, the more you'll forget your human life, my grandmother murmurs sleepily. But I don't want to forget my human life. The thought makes me feel as fragile and formless as a cloud. My human life hasn't been perfect and I've often struggled to fit in, but there have been good times too. I'm surprised by how many happy memories jump into my mind. Digging the, the garden with Mamushka. Climbing trees with Sasha and racing him home. Helping prepare for festivals, holding up beams and hauling sledges full of ice. I've been so focused on where I don't fit into the village that I've lost sight of where I do. 
I have a mother, Mamushka, who loves me, a best friend in Sasha, and other fledgling, fledgling friendships too. I think of all the hands that reached for me before I fell from the ice fort, little Vanya, who wanted me on his team, Polina's friendly smile. There is a place for me in the village, my eyes widen with the realisation. You'll have more good times here, my grandmother looks at me with a steady gaze. You'll be as happy as you were as a cub. I was happy as a cub, but I wanted to be human. I looked south again towards the village, knowing about my past explains why I struggled to fit in. But all the things that drew me to the village to begin with are still there, pulling me back. And the family and friends I found there are pulling me even harder. I have to return. I can't stay in the forest and forget them. Life in the village can be a struggle sometimes, but it's full of the, full of joys too. I want to go home, I whisper. And in that moment, I finally know where I belong. With Mamushka in our house at the end of the forest. Can you help me? I ask my grandmother. Can you tell me how to become human again? My grandmother rolls back onto her paws and shakes her head. I can't help you with that. I only know how to be a bear. The last pale sunbeams sink into the earth and a shadow falls between me and my grandmother. I'm sorry, she whispers sadly. And so quietly I barely hear. A cold breeze ruffles my fur. Come on, my grandmother starts to amble back towards the mountain. Let's go to the warmth of the cave. I shake my head, not wanting to go into the cave. I'm scared of forgetting who I was and who I am and who I want to be. I'm scared of losing everything I had forever. My feet itch and twitch, and before I know what I'm doing, I'm running south, towards the village, towards home, towards Mamushka, who will wrap me in her arms and tell me this is all nonsense and bring me a mug of spittin and a pot of ointment that will rub the bear off me. Inside this body I'm human and maybe I just need a little bit of Mamushka's magic to put me back the way I was. I charge through the forest crashing through low branches with every blundering bound. I grow accustomed to the feel of my legs and soon all four of my paws are drumming the earth in a steady rhythm. My claws sink deep into the ground and the muscles in my legs ripple and shake. Birds fly from my racket and small animals sprint away from me. I feel the wind in my fur smell, heady sap and sour fear in the air. Though the forest is dark and full of shadows, I see everything. The night is so much clearer than it was with human eyes. I feel huge and powerful on the outside, but tiny and weak on the inside. I want to go home to Mamushka. I want to hold I want her to hold me and tell me we belong together, no matter what I look like. I wish she'd done that when I first grew bare legs. I wonder if she'll be able to do it now. Trees crowd around me, but I keep running, faster and faster until I can't see the moon or the stars, and I'm not sure I'm heading south anymore. Panic crashes through me as I realise I don't know where I am. I can't hear or smell the river. I'm far from any trail, and I've lost all sense of direction. I slow down and collapse in a small clearing, my chest heaving with despair. A tiny stream trickles alongside me and I lap up the cool water. A groan rises in my throat at the sight of my long pink tongue and the reflection of my huge furry face. Even if I could find my way home, would Mamushka recognise me like this? Nobody could possibly know it's me inside this body, apart from maybe Mousetrap. Mousetrap.
why I go to find him first, and Elena and Valentina and their house with chicken legs. Maybe they could help. I rise to my feet, close my eyes and lift my head high, searching for their scent. My nose twitches at a rich, sweet smell, and before I know what I'm doing, my snout is buried in a patch of young leaves. Tiny early strawberries are hidden beneath them, and I snuffle along, gathering them into my mouth. It's been so long since I've eaten, and they're so juicy and delicious. All I can think about is finding more. Clink! My front claws tap something hard. I sniff and scrape at it, trying to work out what it is. It goes on and on, smooth and cold beneath a tangle of brambles. It's like polished marble or tiles. The remains of a floor, I sit and look around. Behind the trees are crumbling walls covered in vines and creepers. There's a thin slice of curved roof balanced between stone pillars. The star-filled sky shines through the gaps where other parts of the roof have caved in. This is the castle from Antilles' stories. It's where the bears are, and bears Arena live with their son, my father, before they were turned into bears. Maybe it was a grand castle once with rainbow walls and a shining golden domed roof, but now it's in ruins. Both the castle and the humans who lived here once have been swallowed by the forest. Leaves rustle above me and I close my eyes. I feel like the forest is swallowing me too threatening to take away everything that's human about me, leaving only a lost bear. I sink to the ground, feeling as broken and crumbled as the castle around me. Then a familiar scent shivers up my nose, old rain and leaf litter, with the edge of something rotten. My ears prick up, but apart from the whispering stream, it's eerily quiet. The air is tense, like all the creatures of the forest are holding their breath waiting for something to happen. A tingling sense of danger rushes along my spine, then a howl cuts through the silence. My heart stops. Another howl rises, then another. My ears turn to track them all. Wolves, at least four of them, surround me. Goosebumps rise like ant bites, and my fur stands on end. I roll my huge shoulders and remind myself I'm a bear. Not even a pack of wolves would attack a bear. Would they?